Hey everybody, it's Ashley Valenzuela or Legal Queen LA and we're back with another episode of the Royalty Room Podcast and today we're talking about some things that you may or may not really even know what it's about. Today we have a special guest named Lee Adrian. Hey, what's happening? What's up? How are you feeling today? All right, I'm living. Good. I'm I'm super glad to hear that. Um, what exactly are we here to talk about today? Um, hopefully everything. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, um, mental health. Yes, um, for sure. Uh, my lifestyle, the nomadic lifestyle, uh, music, entertainment, and everything in between. I love that. It sounds like honestly the perfect guest for this show. Um, when I started, I didn't really know that there was going to be a mental health focus at all. Mm. And, um, with the guests that I've had and, and the reaction and responses that I've had, it kind of just took its own course and led me to, you know, the next guest who wants to talk about this specific area of mental health or, you know, the, a person with these type of life skills that can help us right. on our mental health journey. So yeah. I'm, I'm really happy for you to be here. Appreciate you. Thank you. Um, we actually, I met Lee Adrian at his own festival, the Nomadics Mini Fest here in Los Angeles. It was in North Hollywood, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I actually made a little recap clip of my own because we had such an amazing time. Uh, Royalty Room was there and at the next Nomadics Mini Fest, we'll be there again, um, interviewing the amazing artist and the creator himself. Um, Saul, can we see that? Like a cup do woke you too that I can't make you love me, baby. I deserve that taste it. I can't find the love that I'm missing. My life in the cross is waiting, I'm dealing. Cause I'm still such for healing. There's so much that I'm giving. But do it all right, humbly stay humble. I got a buzz and that's quite clear. Ah, oh, this is my life, yeah, dog. Yeah. Yeah. So that is a very, 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 very brief snippet of the day. Um, what made you want to create this um, Nomadics Minifest? So we diving right in. Um, yeah. All right, so it's two reasons. First, um, I wanted something as an artist. We all we always do this open mics or we're on other people's platforms. And granted, I do have other people on this platform, but I hopefully am teaching people to create their own situations. You know what I mean? I've been performing for years, 10, almost 10, 10 years now. I'm probably on my 10th year. I think March of next year will be my 10th year. Wow, it's, it's congratulations. Music. Thank you, I appreciate That's it. That's big. I professionally. Yeah. Professionally, um, oh, wait, 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 wait. I do recall you opened up for someone um, pretty important <laughs> to me. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, talk uh, your shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have opened up for a couple of artists, um, Lil Baby is ah! one of them. <laughs> um, Gunner is one of them. Twenty One Savage is another. Wow. Um, so shout out to uh, my alma mater, Clark Atlanta, for kind of like helping with those situations, which is you know pretty dope. But um, when I moved to LA about a year ago, I started doing you know open mics, you know, around around the city, and um, I just got tired. I'm like, man, bro, you've been doing these open mics for you know forever. You've been going on other people's platforms. What can you do that is outside of 
a normal open mic. And then the idea of a festival popped in my head, and um, which goes into my second point. It's a guy that um, that I know, and we're about to get real deep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, his name is Gavin. Um, well, his name was Gavin. Um, rest in peace, Gavin Peretti. Um, he was a friend of mine, um, actually my roommate. And um, we talked about this, putting this festival together. Um, wow. Um, for... Just because it wasn't, it wasn't no idea. Mental health wasn't even a factor. But me being a part of his life, I saw the mental issues that he was going through, um, and it really affected him, like to the point where he battled with um, alcoholism. Um, he was going back and forth to to jail just randomly, and um, he was a great singer too. He had a whole community behind him. But unfortunately, um, all the things that he was battling with took a toll on him. And so he chose to take his own life. Wow. Um, I'm so sorry. That's all good. Um, in April. Of this year? This year. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so I'm so sorry. So good. And and he was my roommate, too. So it um it put me in a perspective and to find someone in that particular setting um, and having to see him and hear his last breath was deep. So it took a toll on me about a month and a half, two months. And um, this is, in order for me to get myself back right, I started researching mental health. And it's something I've always thought about, something I've always you know, heard and researched and seen people talk about, but never, really took it as serious until it happened to me. You know what I'm saying? And um, and depression is real. So long story short, I said, yo, if I do this festival, I'm going to do it in his name. I'm going to continue to do it. And we're going to continue to talk about mental health. And we're going to continue to bring awareness to it more and more and more. Because that's what a lot of people, 83% of people, especially men, and especially black men, are battling with that. So that's why I put on a festival. I just got chills. I had no idea there was, um, you know, such a, a powerful story behind the festival. I just knew, you know, um, you're a great artist you. and you wanted to do something, you know, it was in exchange, not in exchange, in conjunction with the vegan exchange. Yeah. Um, and everything that we heard from all of the artists was about positivity and, you know, being yourself and having fun and, um, Big Mike the Virgo. I remember right. one of his songs. Yeah. It just got everybody yeah. up and and yeah, that's my what did it say? Um, I just want to live my life. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was a really feel good day. Like I got there and I felt good. I stayed there and I felt good. I left feeling good. good, good. So thank you for that and and to know that it comes from such a place like deep within your heart and and your your um your friend's battle with mental health like that that makes it even more special so thank you i'm proud of you thank, thank you. you appreciate you. i can't wait for the next one. Oh yeah it's gonna be a banger we got it's gonna be bigger and better every every i'm surprised to be honest with you that shout out to jessica and shout out to vegan exchange la because they they're a very big part of what we're doing and so they bring in people that i haven't even touched you know what i mean mm -hmm. and she allowed me to 
be in control of the music production part, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, now I can put that on my resume. It's like, I've always knew how to do it, but now I'm able to do it to an extent that nobody's doing it the way I'm doing it. So this next one, don't go crazy. I love it. Don't go crazy. Well, Royalty Room will be there. We will be there live, enjoying the show, also behind the scenes, talking, uh, interviewing the artists. We'll definitely be there, whatever um you need me or us for i'm I'm happy to help thank you um what about the other piece of the festival this this nomadic lifestyle <laughs> that we're here talking about what is that about um shout out to my boy press play and uh terzel by the way but they are my partners in this um yeah my guys but so um, in Atlanta, so a lot of people don't know, before I came to L.A., before I moved to L.A., I was in Atlanta for about, shot the clock in Atlanta for nine years. Wow. Yeah, so um, I kept, my second my second year in college, I couldn't afford room and board. So they literally kind of evicted me mm. <laughs> from, from that situation. And so from that moment on, I moved in with my, ex-girlfriend at the time um and from 20 to 2010 to 2015 i was uh couch to couch mm -hmm. i had my own place which is something time. that hbcus really need to do better with true. why are we very evicting true. kids trying to get a college education right they, they didn't care at all they no didn't. they didn't they made they kicked me out made room for somebody else who had the money Whatever, you know what I mean. So I did on campus housing for like two months, and at that time it was I was so and this brings in the whole mental health aspect. I was depressed, mm -hmm. you know what I mean. Um, but I never showed it. I was always you catch me on campus. I was hey, what's up, man? What's happening? I'm dancing, you know what I mean. I was the dancer on campus. I was the entertainer <laughs> um, with along with my other friends. Um, but I was moving for the very last time, moving into my own apartment, uh, my own situation. And um, a friend of mine, uh, Beat Up Beats, he was like, um, bro, you like a nomad. And I was just moving my stuff. And I was just like, and then it just clicked. I'm a big fan of DJ Drama. So <laughs> when Drama when drama dropped the tapes with Wayne, he was like, dramatics, dramatics, dramatics. And I was just like, nomadic. That's what I want to, that's what I want to do, nomadic. And just the term of being a nomad is a person that moves from place to place and never really settle. And I feel like, that's everyone in the world. Especially in LA. You feel me? It's like <laughs> nobody, and I'm not even talking about your physical being in a home. I'm talking about your career, anything in life aspect. Like we all don't want to settle for just this. We want more and more. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like every day we wake up wanting more. That's just life in general. We want more. We don't want to settle. You know what I'm saying? At all. When you get a husband, you want kids, and then you may want more, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Then you get older, then, okay, now I want grandchildren, you know what I'm saying? So it's like every chance you get, you want more. So I feel like um, being a nomad is literally just a lifestyle. Everyone lives it, period. That's it. Nobody wants to settle. You don't want to settle for anything. Wow. And if you do, it's, then you're not, yeah, I don't think that's possible, <laughs> in my opinion. So, yeah. yeah, that. I've never, I've never thought about it like that, but you're a thousand percent correct. I don't, my dad, um, he's a very much 
one set version of success, one set version of stability. You know, it's it's you have to do this or else you're not doing life right. You're not successful, etc. So it's always been, uh, when can we buy a house? You need you need to buy a house. Are you gonna stay in LA? Are you gonna come back? Because if you come back home, we can buy a house. And, da, 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 da. and I'm just like. The idea of buying a house somewhere that I'm going to be stuck with forever is so overwhelming. Right, right. I don't know. Right, right. right. I said a year ago, I'm like, I got to go. LA's too much. I want to go back home <laughs> or I want to go to a new place, whatever. And and I just, I possibly cannot imagine staying in one place forever. So I guess I, I am can't. nomadic. Like, yeah. <laughs> For real. I didn't even like, know. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're already a part of the lifestyle. You don't know it. You know what I'm saying? Like, my, my cousin's back at the crib. Some of them never left Houston. Mm-hmm. at all like they I, hometown I, yeah i went back and i was like bro have y'all ever like it's a it's a world out there it's a world out there you know so i i have these these two incredible shorties in houston um they're like our cousins from our hometown and we're from two towns that are right next to each other that are almost exactly the same but they're like the Houston version of me and my sister out here in LA, like changing things for our family and doing all these fun things. And their mama and their grandma came to visit them. And I don't know if it was the first time that that mom had gone, but it was the first time their grandmother had ever been on a plane to leave the state of Pennsylvania. And I was just like, that right there is beautiful. Like you're changing not only the future generations but you're changing the the older generations who haven't got to experience anything that we're experiencing because exactly. we're able to just get up and go we got a lot more access to a lot of things too right you know what i mean so it's a different world now you know so I mean? we're gonna yeah we're gonna have to go to houston but we already knew that oh yeah okay. i've never been hey. i've never been listen y'all go to houston with a camera at. which camera <laughs> go to houston turkey leg hut i don't get paid to tell y'all this at all <laughs> Trust me, believe me when I say when Turkey Leg Hut, I just just know I'm telling y'all, make sure you get everything. I'm not even gonna hold you. I've heard about this Turkey Leg Listen, Hut. Listen, I'm not gonna play. That and all of the super cheap, gigantic mini mansions. Oh yeah, for um, sure. those oh, yeah. are like the top two things oh, I yeah, hear. Man, you get a, you get a full <laughs> bedroom for like twelve hundred, sixteen hundred. You know what I mean? It's different from living in LA. Yeah, I don't you know want to talk about it, it, really. it. It just all depends on what you want to do. You know what I mean? So. You know, I definitely will have a, a house in Houston. So you know. yeah, always gonna have something to come back to. Yeah, um, I love my stumping ground. So in this nomadic lifestyle, I'm sure you have a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Um, being just an artist in general, you have a lot going on. But how does this this lifestyle contribute to your creative process or your your artistry experience? Yeah, without experience, I have nothing to write about. <laughs> I, if I don't experience, I have not even the situation with uh, my friend Gavin. I would have never thought that, um, like for instance, I who was his name? Uh, Eric Bellinger. Mm-hmm. Shout out to him, Eric Bellinger for sure. Um, he had this um, competition on Instagram where you write sixteen bars or whatever. And if the situation didn't happen with Gavin, I wouldn't have wrote the sick the bars that I wrote, the verse that I wrote that matches the song. Nobody would have ever thought about writing. When I looked at other people, um, and he reposted it. He posted me on his page, and wow. he reposted it, and everybody's like, yo, that's crazy. Everybody's da 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 whatever. It's experience. You have to write something. I feel like music is the cornerstone of everything. You cannot, movies have music. 
when you're walking in the store, there's music playing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When you're in your car, there's music. Music runs the world, and it does influence a lot. You know what I mean? I so. definitely agree. I saw this post, um, and it, it never made, nothing ever made more sense. It said, if art um, takes up space, you know, you decorate with art to take up space. Music takes up, music is there to take up time mm. or decorate time. That's dope. That's dope. And I was just like, That's music dope. is there to decorate time. Dope. Music been here since the beginning of time. It is. And I said the other day, I said, I think music is the oldest, most powerful tool that there is. And it's and it, it, timeless. That's why I love timeless music. You know what I mean? So it just goes back to the time of me just talking about experience. I have to write about things that I've experienced. You know what I mean? So, you know, some people write about things they haven't experienced, but they... they Capping the rap. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. You know what yeah. I mean? So, but that's how I, I, I move, like, in general, like I don't know, I, I really can't. It's a it's a magical experience because a lot of people ask me about you know how your process, what's your process is. And I say, bro, sometimes I, I'm in the studio, and I'll play a beat, and I will literally just fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I will play a beat and I will fall asleep, and the whole time though, as I'm sleeping and the music is playing, I'm writing a song in my yeah. head. I don't have to be up and conscious to to do that. That's so, really good. Yeah. That's part of the process. Hmm. Do you think that pain makes the best art? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I feel like it does. When depending on, yeah, it does. Cause you look, you listen to songs like Michael Jackson. You're not alone. Point. Period. Mic drop. We were just talking about this. Beyonce, irreplaceable. Mm-hmm. It's a powerful song, you know what I mean? Like um, Whitney Houston, I will always love you. You know what I mean? And I'm mentioning these people because this is timeless music that I'm talking about. And it's all fueled by pain. And all fueled by pain. Mm. You know what I mean? So whoever wrote it, and I'm saying that they were the ones who wrote the song, but they they gave it to us with their voice. So they're a part of history, just like the person who actually wrote the song. And wherever the, wherever place that person was coming from, they wanted people to feel. Exactly what they felt. Mm. You know what I mean? That's what I feel like music is. If you don't feel it, it's not good. <laughs> it it kind of brought me back kind of full circle to one of my earliest episodes um, talking about Michelle A. Okay. Um, and how she was one of the first and like biggest voices for females. And it was all out of her pain. Mm. Ooh. Come on now. This is deep. Come on, that's what we, hey, what we was talking about earlier. I'm, I'm tired of mentioning all these artists, but it, this is real. Drake. Mm-hmm. You know how I used to say you mm-hmm. used, to, used to be draking. You know what I'm saying? You were riding the car. No more draking and driving. No more draking and driving. You can't you turn around and go to your ex. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? That's You know what I mean? So it, it's real. Music music is pain. And, and, and it's happiness, too. It's all, the yeah. type, it's all types. It's not, it's not just pain. No, it's honestly, much, some just, songs, like... Even some songs that are that are quote unquote sad, like I'll listen to them and they make me happy. Like it just it depends. It depends on whatever situation. And it's powerful. Like even um, I just told you I'm I'm a big part of Cold World, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, because his music changed my life. It saves my life, Mm. really. And I got the opportunity um, (laughs) at one of Drake's events. 
thank you, Drake, <laughs> uh, to shake hands with the man that made this music that he probably had no idea would ever even get off of this p piece of paper that he wrote it on. Right. And it changed my life so much that I owe it to him. And I'm just, he's like, oh, thank you. Like, oh, let me see that tattoo. That's really well, nice. Thank you. you. Yeah. He That's like, dope. he put his phone up, like looking at my, my, you know, and I was just like, no, sir, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> nah, for real. <laughs> you didn't, I didn't do anything, but you molded, like, I think it was like my high school period, my, my transition from high school to college even. And like that's a big a big point in in your life, you it know is, what I mean? It is, it's it is. a defining moment. And it influenced you, man. Shout out to Cole, man. I met Cole one time, uh, randomly. Um, I don't think he wanted me to tell him where I met him at, so I'm gonna keep. That. <laughs> uh, I'm, I, I'm gonna keep that, but uh, I that's when I was um, coming up, and I gave the man my music, and you know, shout out to him for sure. It's, uh, I'm a, we're definitely gonna meet again. Absolutely, same. Same. I'm not going nowhere. <laughs> um, but speaking of changing my life through music, what what do you feel about your music um, that can help others dealing with similar mental health struggles or, or struggles in life in general? Um, honestly, I would never know unless you come and tell me. Mm, it's true. I would never know unless you come tell me. I've I've like the last show, um, my music cut off. I don't know if you remember mm -hmm, that moment. I do. I mean, music just cut automatically. Just boom, cut off. But No music. You feel me? But I was able to rap the rest of my songs, and everybody just walked. Of course, they couldn't hear me, so they walked. But after I got off stage, people kept telling me, man, yo, we need more people like you. Mm -hmm. The type of music that you make. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to be a conscious rapper. I'm just conscious about I don't think conscious rappers well. choose to be conscious. Exactly. Rappers. You know what I'm saying? It's not it's like it's not it's not a, a, a thing, but I talk about a lot of topics. Yeah. And I try to hit on whatever I'm feeling at that moment, you know what I'm saying? It's going to touch somebody. You know what I mean? There's a there's a fan base. I like to say this it's a fan base for everybody. No, yeah. no matter where you starting at in music, it's a fan base for everybody. So I wouldn't know unless you come tell me, like, yo, this is how your music affects me. You know what I mean? I had people DM me, I was like, yo, bro, like, um, you got, I got this one song called Melody Therapy, and um, it's basically about an artist, again, an artist struggling, and he uses music as being therapeutic. It's called Melody Therapy, you know what I mean? So it's, it's, a, it's, it, it, it's, I make some beautiful music. I'm not going to sit up here and, and hold you like I don't. Like, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm not going to sit up here and hold you. I hate when people like, are like, mm. My music is on. Nah, nah, nah. No, I, I, you better. I, I make some dope music. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not even going to flex. So. Speaking of, Saul, I think we have a song to play. Yeah, facts. Oh, yeah. Ooh! Shout out to my man, uh, Lex Maker. Uh, I haven't heard this one either. Forever I want your love. Bloodstains are harder to scrub. Pain explained like R&B videos when they sing to that window pane. They told me to stay in my lane, but I never listened. You know, when I saw you, I had to switch it up. <laughs> you know, that smooth talking, smooth walking, smooth criminal. Yeah, that's him. Uh, the type you never seen before. Look, I don't bullshit, the mother rose it Can you tell me when you lit about that hood you rose it? Oh, 
It's a vibe, you get it from all sides Ironically outside, I wanna be offsides There's a, there's a field of view Mountain tops, can we live in truth? If we lie in hue The colors that will change We can never be the same When there's a struggle and trust Let's get it right the first time Baby, tell me what's up Hey, tell me what's up Can we ascend to higher heights When the path get rough Can I expect you not to trip When I'm gone for months so Baby, tell me what's up Yo, what's up Can I tell you what's up What's up Look Expound by leaps and sow to reap, our souls to keep. We walk on souls, our souls are tied. We're so in line. Your soul divine, your lows are mine. We're floating high. And if you have some time, if not decline, but if so, at night your soul, I take you like the way you like the way you taste. Future said that life is good. I'm stuck singing life is great. As long as you by my side. Miss Pretty Brown Eyes with that Sonali complexion, you a blessing. The bar is set, the signal strong. Who really wanna be alone? It calls a drop on me, baby, that's a lot. Alright, now I did not I know I was gonna be getting my feelings on this show. I try to keep that part of me outside. Shit. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Did you perform this one? I did perform. That's when the music cut off. Oh. So that was perfect. I'm glad we played that one. Yeah, that's that that's my uh that song is um, Left Eye is one of my uh, favorite uh, female artists. Really? Yeah, so when she did this song with uh, uh, Tell Me What's Up, You Tell Me What's Up, like like when she like, can we ascend the higher heights when the path get rough? A lot of people don't know. That's where I got that from. Wow. Um, but it's it's a song about my struggle with hip hop. Sometimes I take mental breaks um, because you want to be somewhere so bad. I feel like I should be, you know, with the Drakes and the Coles, you know what I mean? But that's just my feelings. But God tells me, like, when it's your time, it's your time, you know what I mean? Like, I was kicking it with some folks, some celebrities the other day, and um, for me to be there, and I was in the room, and I was just kicking it, and I'm like, all I could tell myself was, wait your turn. Wait your turn. And um, with that particular song, um, it's kind of like my apology to hip-hop. Like, can you, you know, can you tell me what's up? Can we extend the higher heights when the path get rough? Can I expect you not to trip when I'm gone for months? Can you tell me what's up? You know what I mean? So I'm going to always come back to you. Just, you got to let me experience yeah. what I need to experience so I can get back to you. That's different. That's very different. What do you, what do you think is the, um, the struggle with hip-hop? Um, it's, to me personally, just just, just to me, um, it's something that I love to do. So I don't. I feel like I can't speak for every artist in the world, but I feel like again that experience and for for me to write about some stuff, for me to life be lifeing. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna lie to you. You feel me? <laughs> life be lifeing, and it be certain things that go on in life where it kinda shuts you down. Like I said, with my homie Gavin, it shut me down literally two months. Like I will, I couldn't sleep. I could barely eat. You know what I'm saying? I would have to go to the gym and work it out. Sometimes I'd be like, okay, let me get in front of the the monitor and, and the mic, and let me set myself up on Pro Tools and let me play a beat. And I play it, and I just I won't feel it. Wow. I won't feel it. So it's like I'm sorry. It's like the old me or the old version of me that first started was hungry. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm still hungry. I'm still hungry. Can't nobody tell me to this day with a camera. You cannot tell me to this day I'm not hungry. You know what I mean? But life be life, and the older you get, 
You got bills. You got things that you never worried about. In college, it was easy. College, right. It was Take easy. Take me back. You know what I'm saying? It was easy. Even though I was battling, you know, semi-homelessness. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was well, homelessness, basically. I was on people's couches, sleeping on people's floors. Right. You feel me? But that made me hungry. You know what I'm saying? It was it's beauty in the struggle. Literally, it's beauty in the struggle. Ugliness in the success. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. Like, shout out. You know what I mean? Like, so that's real. That's the things that I've had to experience. I have so many songs that just tells you about where I was at that point in time in life. You know what I mean? Where, and my songs is structured to where I'm, where I was, where I am, and where I will be. So, yeah. That's wow, I'm that's uh, beautiful. Um, what do you think? Like. Do you kind of take breaks from listening to a lot of music you would normally listen to? Is that something? All the time. Do? Yeah. All the time. Um, I, I, I get to the point now, it's like, bro, if I don't hear it, I I don't know it. Gotta turn it I, off. I, I, I don't know it. Now you gotta turn it off. Like, I just, I barely listen to other artists. It, sometimes as artists, it, 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 uh, it affects your music too, because you'll start sounding like them or you wanna beat like them or, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't care. I don't care to know. That's I'm, good. I'm my own individual person. So you listen to your music? I listen uh, a lot. Because I critique my own. Uh, I, I should have said this. Oh, I should have did it this way. All right, cool. What do you feel about, like, um, say you're listening to a song and you don't like, you know, X, Y, or Z. Do you go back and re-record your music or oh, yeah. fix things? Um, All the time. I have just one song right now. Um, It's called Girls in Miami. And, um, Ooh, shout yeah. out to Florida. Yeah, shout out to Florida. Um, It took me, I, I sat on it. I got the beat maybe like three months ago, um, and then it took me about three weeks ago to actually start the record and then finish the record. I finished the record within two days, mm-hmm. but and then I barely finished it because I I, I kind of did a reference copy and then I was like, okay, let me go back to it, and I finished it. So it depends on what the record is, you know what I mean. Sometimes I can finish a record. I did a project, uh, body of work. Uh, shout out to my homie Bless, and I did that in seven days. Actually, no, I'm sorry, I did seven songs in two days. Yeah, I did. Seven I'm songs. sorry. Yeah, I did seven songs. We went. To, we did a QT trip one night. I can't even do one song <laughs> in seven days. We did a QT trip. <laughs> I got some. I got. I got a slushy, some hot fries, and uh, yeah, and a couple. Of, you know, snacks. Locked in. And we locked in. We didn't. We didn't leave. We slept. We, we ate. We, we showered. We went back. It was. It was like that. And it was in my. My apartment. We wasn't even in the studio. It was in my apartment. So, you know. That's dope. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, with me, I've I've only created. I don't call myself an artist because I think because I can make music, but am I? I'm you have like to be an artist to make music. I just I don't want to put myself in that category because that's that's a big thing for me. Like okay. that's like okay, I can see what you're I'm saying. a lawyer. You okay. know, I'm a podcast host. Like okay. the, I'm a talent manager. That's an art, though. But am I a musician? That's the difference. No. Artist and musician. Am I a musical artist? No. Okay. Right. I, get but, you. I get you. I get you. Um, I, I do love making music. Like, the first time I ever went into the studio, um, shout out to uh, my boy Cruz. He said, you know, like, your voice is so powerful. I feel like, you know, you should be making music. You represent mm. talent all the time. Why don't you, you know, see what it's like for them? And I was like, eh. Hate my voice. Not go do it. <laughs> he forced me to then do it and make a song that same, like right then and there. And when I left the booth and I'm listening to the song, I'm like, yo, I never felt like this before. It's a, it's a that was feeling. therapeutic. That was good. Yeah. I got a song called 713 and it, it talks about me 
leaving the state. What area uh, code is that? That's Houston. Okay. <laughs> so one thing is called Houston, and uh, it's from Houston. And um, shout out to uh, Destiny Mariah. Uh, she she helped me with that, um, and she's been a big help in my life. That's 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 my everything. I'm not gonna lie to you. So she 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 she's been holding it down for me. So but she helped me write that and to lead a studio and and feel the way you're feeling after you record a record and you play it in your car and you're driving down the freeway. It's like this the this the hottest thing on the planet. Ever. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And it may not be, but to you it is because mm-hmm. that's your baby. You created it. You know what I mean? So. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, even with that, though, like I'll listen and listen and listen. I'm like, I hate that. I want to redo this. I want to go back. Da, 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 da. And everybody I've been around will tell me, don't redo it because it's never going to come out the same. Yeah. Or you it know. won't. It won't. It, you'll go back to a record and, and it may not. It may come out better. Oh, OK. You know what I mean? We love yeah. that. Yeah. It may okay. come out better. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, a lot of friends tell me that. <laughs> Don't go to it. It'll come up, but sometimes, man, you just never know. You never know. You never know. That's what art is about. Mm-hmm. Throw something at the wall, paint, <laughs> see what sticks. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in being quote unquote nomadic, yeah, how do you maintain your uh, mental health? Like being in so many different places or situations or or constant change. God. G O D. Yeah. Big God. God did. He did. <laughs> he did. He done, and he always will. I love that. Um, my friend. We can go to church right now. now. I'm gonna tell you. Um, uh, my best friend T White, and and uh, he told me he was like, um, my faith and my will is my superpower. Mm-hmm. He said that. He said, bro, I've never met somebody who hasn't. As much faith as you have, no matter what's going on, because I've never, not once in my life, and without God, I would not be here. I could have, I could have left this planet a long time ago, and on plenty of occasions, plenty of occasions, being shot at, being stabbed, almost drove off a bridge during an ice storm. It's a lot. I got wow. hit by eighteen wheeler. The car flipped over like three, four times. Yeah, like it's a lot of times. But God, without, like literally, without Him, I would not be here. I'm, I'm like this morning. I, I woke up and I prayed. I, I made breakfast. I went back after after that. I put on some gospel music, and I just sat on my bedside and I just prayed, prayed. I just thank thank you for everything for allowing me to see, touch, feel, be able to walk the earth. Feel, you know what I mean? Like when I know with you is everlasting, but for now I'm gonna do what I gotta do now to get to to get to you. Yeah, you know what I mean. So that's this this I have a plan and a purpose. That's so good. You know what I mean? So That's so good. Without God, I I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to. I'm I'm strong. Like I'm literally str- I'm mentally strong. I'm mentally strong. You know what I'm saying? So how do you deal with um being so invested and um, submitted to God, mm. navigating throughout the music industry? Do you feel like it's it's conflicting? No. Don't don't affect you at all. No, no, no. no That's no. great. Because you you make it what you make it. You make it what you make it. Mm. You don't gotta be around those people that do other types of things. You don't have to. Mm. You know what I mean? You don't have to conform to that. And it's a lot of he say she say in this music Ooh-hoo. industry. You know what I'm saying? So you never know what's real until you're actually in it. You know what I mean? So and that's I like to say on that. <laughs> <laughs> it's I, my team. You know what I'm saying? But um. 
it's big God, and God got me wherever I gotta go. He's he's my armor, he's my shield, he's my protector. Never homeless. You know he's your home. He's my home. Ooh. Okay. You know what I mean? Uh, I feel like we are doing this pod on a Sunday now. Yeah. The presence is here. And I appreciate it. Always. Um, do you have any uh rituals or or practices that you like to maintain whenever you're getting to doing your music or your projects? Um, well I pray before I get in the booth. Mm-hmm. Um, I pray before I go anywhere. Um, before I get in the car, when I get in the car, I pray for travel, grace and mercy. Um, but when I get um in the booth, I pray to God. I got a candle. I light a candle. Um, before I go to the studio, I got I gotta have me some snacks. So it's like, cause while I'm making a beat, I could be snacking on mm-hmm. something. Like you'll catch me on some of my lives on Instagram, and he's just like, "What is he eating? I'm eating on some chips, you know what <laughs> what I'm whatever." Like, it's, what's your favorite chips? Uh, high fries. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. Which not the blue, not the blue bag, the yellow bag. No. <laughs> whoever Everything eats the blue so bag, good. whoever eats the blue bag. Andy Caps created hot fries. Caps, by exactly. Chester. Uh, by uh, Chester. Uh, Chester is the man. You gotta go. Get, just the man. Honey grand. You feel what I'm saying? We don't eat the blue bag. Yellow bag. That's uh, like a person eat ranch and blue cheese. Which person are you? Ranch. All right, cool. Then we we back on the same. Track. Uh, are we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm concerned. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. Um. So it's like I got to get a couple snacks and and we just vibe. Like I vibe. I literally just vibe. Um. Like I said, I go to sleep. Sometimes I, I would listen to the record. And I just sit back. Um. I have to have a rocking chair. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's different. You you will be the first person that I've ever in life told this to outside of my family. So I used to do this thing when I was younger and I would sit on the couch and I'd put my feet in the couch and I would do this. To fall asleep? No, I wouldn't even fall asleep. I would just do this and I'd just rock back and forth and I'm rocking. But I got music in my ear the whole time. This is what made me fall in love with music. So I would have music and I would just rock back and forth. So I have to have a rocking chair or some sort of of chair that rocks inside of the studio because it brings me back. Yeah. Yeah. That's different. Yeah, a lot of people, they... <laughs> Personally, um, they they thought I was crazy growing up. Um, so uh, I was in particular classes to see where I was at on an academic level. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I was smarter than the classes that they put me in. You know? But yeah, you're the first person I told that. Well, so, thank you. No. I feel special. Yeah. Um, you know, we get all the exclusives and all the tea <laughs> here on the royalty room, honey. Yeah. <laughs> but, but if y'all got tea to spill, <laughs> come right here. Oh man, we'll be here for days. <laughs> right, right. You know I mean? Um, but what do you think about like the connection between your your lifestyle, your nomadic lifestyle, your music, and like things that are going on today in society? Um, it just gives me more to talk about. Yeah. It gives me more to talk about. I watch the news. I watch the shade room. Um, it, it like I said, it just gives me more to talk about. It's all experience. Um, do you see yourself doing public speaking? Uh, no, nah, not really. <laughs> I never thought about it. Why? Think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I never really thought about it. Your voice is powerful, just like my boy told me. Yeah. Your voice is powerful. Thank you. Yeah, I a lot of way. a lot of good things to say. Thank you, I appreciate that. Yeah, I never. I'm gonna think about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. of course. And I feel like um, even I maybe we had max five minutes to talk at at your festival, right? You know, and I, I got such like a a light from you, 
like sunshine. Thank you. Almost. So I think that that could be a really good thing for you. Obviously, music is is, you know, it kind of goes across all genres, all races, all cities, all you know yeah. everything. But yeah. I feel like um, in speaking, you kind of tap into another area that maybe someone wouldn't have heard your music, but they mm. heard what you had to say. Right. So I guess that's why I like I don't, between the sets at the show, you I talk about the record or what made me write this record mm -hmm. prior to um, like my sister battling um, postpartum depression before I wrote my song Stuck on You and mm -hmm. dedicated to, you know, um, my melanated women. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like, I guess, yeah, you know what I mean? I love talking to the kids. So, you know what I mean? So my mom, she had a, she has a daycare. So I would. You know, teach the daycare kids and talk oh, to them. Oh, like I so, love yeah, that. Yeah, so I've, I've done. That's kind of where like my heart and my passion lies. Is I always wanted to be a teacher, like an early yeah. childhood teacher. Um, so e librarian thing. Yeah, going on with the kids. a little bit, a <laughs> little bit. Um, but I feel like you know, even even in speaking to the kids, people don't think about it a lot. Oh, they're they're five, they're seven, they're ten, whatever. They're not gonna remember this. Yes, you never know. But they will though. You it could be the most important thing that shapes the rest of their, their entire life. life. I can remember things from back when I was three, four, five years old that really affect the way I moved. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I can remember movies that that I've seen that allows me to move a certain type of way. So you never know what a kid picks up. Kids pick up everything. Mm-hmm. Everything. If you everything. Don't think that they don't, because they watch it. So um, I feel like we could sit here for like the next 10 hours. <laughs> um, but the last question I want to ask you yeah. is what is next for Lee Adrian? <laughs> Besides the Nomadics Mini Fest, so you're mm -hmm. gonna be coming back around to it in uh 2024. I, yeah, yeah, 2024 is gonna it's gonna be bigger, bigger and better than ever. Um, what's next for me? Dodge plan. Um, I only could walk. I'm walking by faith and not by sight at this point. Um, I have things lined up. I have my plan. So, you know, it's funny to say you have a plan, but God laughs at it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I feel like God has put particular people in my life to allow me to move a certain way. So those situations are going to come back around. You know what I mean? So a lot of people don't know. You guys know I, I am an artist. But I am an actor as well, so I use a lot of that um, emotion that I have inside of my acting ability. Uh, before I got here, a director hit me up and was like, hey, yo, we want you on the 14th and the 15th, you know what I mean? So it's like, number God, because I literally asked God this morning, I need you to put it in my face. Wow. Put it in my face, you know what I'm saying? I know a lot of people that, that are my friends that are on national television, and they're doing their thing, and I'm proud of them. And sometimes um, you want you want to reap what you sow. So it's like, why am I not there yet? Mm -hmm. But, and I'm going to say this, it reminds me of a, um, a quote, and you probably heard it, you probably didn't hear it. If I go to a restaurant, right, and and I'm sitting in the restaurant, and I'm chilling, I, I order my food, and then you go into the restaurant, and you sit down, and then you order your food. You come, your food comes out first. And then I tell the waitress or the waiter, hey, yo, what's up with my food? Like, you know what I'm saying? they got She got her food before me. And then the waitress tells me, well, sir, what you order takes time. So what I ordered with God, what I want, is it's taking time. Mm. You probably got some chicken wings. I want a filet mignon. Woo. You feel what I'm saying? Yep. You feel what I'm saying? So it's like 
now I'm just walking in my purpose. Like I'm doing the mini fest. I'm continuously dropping music. Um, I'm dropping freestyles now. More content on, on my social media platforms. Um, and like I said, whatever whatever God got for me, like whatever He got for me, I'm, I'm willing to just. I'm taking it and I'm taking it all in. So that's where I'm at with it. That's in life, beautiful. like I'm ready to build a family. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's up now. It's up. Whenever God says it's time, it's, it's time. time. Come on. I love that. I'm so I'm so happy that you're here. I'm so Thank excited you. for what's to come for you. And congratulations on all of your success so far. Thank you. Um, you know, maybe in a year you come back and you just got your uh, first um, Grammy and Oscar and everything else. So. I received that. Absolutely. I received that. So, um, thank you guys once again for joining us in the royalty room. Um, we can find Lee Adrian on all platforms. At it's Lee Adrian. At it's Lee Adrian. So go ahead and like, subscribe, comment on this episode, and then also make your way over to his page and find all his music. Now, and um, I follow back. You feel me? Uh, oh, he's not LA bougie. Y'all, y'all better get him yeah. before he goes up. Come on now, talk to me. <laughs> all right, see you guys next time. Peace.